What's up? It's Garage Guy Chase, and I want to know if you've heard of the Daily Downforce. Right now, if you get over to dailydownforce.com, you can check out what's happening in the world of NASCAR in a very cool and new way. The dailydownforce.com is also the home of Garage Guys. That's right. If you're looking where to get all of the hottest NASCAR betting tips, you need to head over to dailydownforce.com and go to our page. Check it out. Articles from the NASCAR Titan Greg Mathern himself. Articles from Dale Tanhart. We've got it all over here. And if you thought that that was enough, well, guess what? I'm about to shake things up. Check out the shop. That is right. If you consider yourself Garage Fam, you need to be checking out all of the merchandise available right now on the dailydownforce.com. We've got stickers, we've got die casts. We've got NASCAT shirts. We've got Garage Guys rope hats. We've got Garage Guys t-shirts. It's got everything you need if you consider yourself true Garage fam or if you're just a fan of the program. So I want you to go ahead and head over there right now. It's the hottest new place to get all of your NASCAR news, thedailydownforce.com. It's the Garage Guys Report, motorsports news for you. Hello and welcome back to the Garage Guys Report, motorsports news for you. I'm your host, Chase Holden, a.k.a. Garage Guy Chase, from the Garage Guys NASCAR podcast, and I'm thankful that you're here. We just endured a very long NASCAR off week. Some of us endured a little more than others, such as myself. If you hadn't heard the news by now, I recently had an emergency gallbladder surgery. Um, Some of the worst pain I've ever had in my life. And because of that, I was not able to do the Garage Guys Report Episode 5 during the NASCAR off week where we had IndyCar and F1. But I'm back, and I returned with NASCAR. A lot of good news to talk about. And also, wanted to give a really big shout-out to my good pal, Jarrett Arneson, for actually being a great organ donor and um, giving me a replacement gallbladder. This is my gallbladder now. Jarrett gave it to me. Thank you, Jarrett Arneson. I appreciate you. Great friend, great organ donor for life. We need a special place for this, honestly. I don't... Uh, we're we're going to put him right here. We, we have to name him as well. So I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need your help naming my new gallbladder. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. But you are here. You are on YouTube. You're on the internet. We're live on the internet. Not right now, but I was. But it's the Garage Guys Report. We have a lot to unpack from the NASCAR weekend. Ross Chastain. Ross the boss Chastain got it done in Nashville. Just got to start off the show right there. To let everybody, all of the doubters, all of the haters, all of the people that talk that shit on old Ross, he's back. Uh, don't really know where he went, but he's back. And if you would have watched Dale Center on Friday, like a good boy or girl, all degenerate garage fam know, 
that you could have got Ross Chastain 12 to 1 because I had him on Chase for the Cup. My segment on Dale Center. Look, it was a great bet. We're starting back strong. I got my gallbladder taken out, got a new gallbladder. My brain chemistry is freed up. I'm in sync. I'm feeling good. And that's a hell of a way to come back from the offseason. So I just want to say shout out to all the Garage fam that tailed the Ross Chastain bet. Shout out to Ross Chastain himself eating a watermelon. Big watermelon guy. We love him. The show, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to kick this thing off with voicemails. Voicemails have easily become my favorite part of this show, and it's because of you guys. You continue to call the number, and you know what that number is. And if you don't, the more you watch this, the more you'll learn it by heart. 919-769-4477. That is the Garage Guys Report hotline or the Race Fan hotline. I don't really know what we're going to call it yet. But what matters is, is that you call it. 919-769-GGRP is the number to call and let me know your thoughts and opinions on this week in motorsports. So without further ado, Let's kick off the show. I'm sure we'll dive into a bunch of topics as these voicemails unfold. But it's time for us to unpack this weekend in motorsports with you, the Garage Fam. All right, so on this week's show, we have 13 voicemails from people all over the United States of America. Some of the uh, more wild voicemails I've heard are going to be packed in this episode, so you don't want to miss these. Uh, if you see yourself on the hotline, if you hear yourself on the hotline, uh, congrats, you made it. Um, if not, I'm sorry. There were a couple of voicemails that I had from last week when I wasn't able to produce the show due to uh, gallbladder. We got a new one. But uh, all those voicemails that I did get, I just want to thank you guys for calling uh, for that week, primarily about IndyCar F1. Please call back in. And, uh, and, and let's run it back, okay? That's, that's what I'm going to leave it at. But let's go ahead and get started with some of the calls that are going to contain news from this past week in motorsports and the race weekend in Nashville. And we're going to start it off with some of our very own members of the Garage Guys. Uh, big shout-out to Matt Dumpster from the Discord. He and uh, Hammonds and Spurs Ted Lasso uh, and a couple of uh, other buddies of theirs all went to the race in Nashville this weekend. Uh, got text messages throughout the weekend from Matt and from some of the other guys. Just want to say thanks so much for supporting what we do and for being Garage Fam because that's what counts. I thank you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and kick off the hotline voicemails for Episode 5 of the Garage Guys Report. We're going to go to Matt and... We're going to go to Hammonds, and we're going to go to Spurs, Ted Lasso, and a bunch of other people uh, calling from the Tri-State. Can we talk now? Chase, this is Spurs, Ted Lasso from the Great Tri-Star. Well, I bet Ross Chastain live. I feel disgusted, but what a kick-ass, man. I tell you what, boy. I fucking hate that motherfucker, but we made money. Now, here's Matt Dumpster. Thanks for uh, that. Uh, Matt Dumpster coming to you live from the beautiful city of Lebanon, Tennessee. 
Manhattan race night. Once again, I go to a race and Denny Hamlin just falls short. Story of my life. But you know what, man? Hell of a day, hell of a weekend. Absolutely ripped it. Um, here's Hammond. <laughs> what up, boys? Hammond's here. I'm also on the chat tank, fam. Got 11 to 1. Yeah, 11 to 1. What up? I would also like to announce this is Matt again. I lost every single bet this weekend. Oh, no. I did not. I did not. Hey, I, it's first head last over again. I tell you what, we're back on. What is this? What are we on? We're on a voicemail. Yeah, we got somebody. Give us a Broco. Yeah, Broco got something to say. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Boys, we're out here outside of Nashville Speedway. And, and you know, I wasn't going to say anything until I figured out why the hell Kyle Bush pitted and just got gassed right after the stage one pit. If somebody can please explain that, let me know. Because he was fast. He was fast with people. Come on. Whatever. We don't know. He won the award for fast and most cars. I'll tell you what. We don't, we don't understand that explanation. Hey, first time NASCAR race. What's your thought? Unreal. Best day ever. Best day ever. That's all we got to say. Best day ever. I can't believe I bet on Ross Chastain. We're going to never tell anyone. Cross him. We just told everyone. The Spurs Ted Lasso live bet. Ross Chastain. I love those fucking guys. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm glad you guys had an amazing time. And it sounds like you found somebody that was a first time uh, NASCAR track attendee. And we love that. Nothing better than bringing your friends that don't know shit about NASCAR to a race. It is one of the funnest experiences ever. If you have friends that don't like NASCAR, tie them up and bring them to a race. Okay? Sometimes you got to force them because once they get there, life-changing moment. Appreciate the call, guys. Hope y'all are having fun. Uh, Let's go ahead and move now to uh, an unknown landline caller. Who's fired up for NASCAR? I knew that was a landline because of the way it sounded when he hung up. You want to talk about a blast from the past. Whoever you are, guy, proud of you. Thanks for using landlines in 2023. Might have been a CB radio. Who knows? It was something. Could be a trucker. Crazy. Thanks for calling we're going to go now to Ethan from Massachusetts. Yo, what's up? My name's Ethan. I'm calling from Massachusetts. So once I got to shake uh, Richard Childress's hand when I was down in Bristol, and all I could think about is how my grandpa was a big Earnhardt fan. And we have his ashes in an Earnhardt urn, and I had no fucking clue how to react. Ethan, thanks for calling. That, that was a crazy story. Man, we went from shaking Richard Childress's hand to your grandpa's ashes being in a Dale Earnhardt urn, and you didn't know how to react. I don't know how to react to this call, but congrats. Let's go ahead and move now to Trance from South Carolina. Yo, man, it's Trance from South Carolina. I think Ryan Truex should be in the 34 car instead of Michael Michael McDowell. Because Michael McDowell has done nothing except for win a Daytona 500 that he barely won. Woo, NASCAR. Caught me off guard there, Trance. 
with your Woo NASCAR at the end. Look, big Ryan Truex supporter. I love I love RT. Okay, we 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 just uh, arranged this in, entire house arrest thing for Martin Truex. Ryan was there to pick him up virtually, of course. But you know, uh, if you're hating on Judas Michael McDowell, as we call him over here, Judas for his shenanigans that he pulled at North Wilkesboro, um, you know, who knows? Someone's going to have to get in that car eventually. So why not Ryan Truex? Hopefully, uh, and unfortunately, I don't think he's going to the Ford team anytime soon. But, you know, uh, a trance can dream. Keep on dreaming. And uh, we, we should definitely see Ryan Truex get a shot at a Toyota at some point in time. We're going to move on now to... Hunter from Arkansas. What's up, Garage fam? It's your boy, Hunter from Arkansas, a.k.a. Mr. Hale Mellon fan himself. Ross Chastain, big dub this weekend. First one in over a year. I am so freaking happy. That monkey is off his back. We are locked into the playoffs. And it's not a red and black car because every win he's had with Trackhouse has been in a red and black car. We got the blue and black car with the win. Here in the Music City, we are pumped. We are excited. We are happy AF. We are about to celebrate this dub. Ross Nation, are you freaking with me? Let's freaking go. The passion from Hunter in Arkansas. Ross Chastain Nation, are you with him? Drop a comment. Let him know if you're with him. I love the energy. This is a guy that I recently got to meet. He is a giant Ross Chastain fan. Uh, just a force of nature. Appreciate you calling, Hunter. Super glad that Ross won as well because we won money. So, always a good day when you're in the green. Let's go ahead now and move to Matthew from Alabama. Hi, my name's uh, Matthew. I'm from Alabama, and I think that we should start a petition for Ross Chastain to be able to throw a watermelon on Denny Hamlin's head, and then we tie Denny Hamlin down and let Ross force-feed him the watermelon after he punched him into the wall because Denny Hamlin fucking sucks. Thank you. Just processing a little bit of this, Matthew. Um... You know, unfortunately, I'm not an AI, you know, fetish generator. If you got a weird fetish to want to see Ross Chastain have a watermelon thrown on Denny Hamlin's head, I don't know if that gets your rocks off or what, but I'm pretty sure that the beef is over between them. And Ross won. Uh, there really is no more beef there. You know, I don't think there's any room for your kinky games. So, I, uh, good try. Good try. Thanks for calling, Matthew, from Alabama. Let's go ahead now and move to a regular caller of ours, uh, Mr. Brady from Mississippi. What's up, Chase? It's Brady from Mississippi. Uh, currently at Queen's Cuisine out in Kenner, getting some grub, picking a friend up from the airport. Um, yeah, really just a missed opportunity from Stuart Haas when they easily could have gotten Josh Balicki to drive the four. I mean, it seems like a no-brainer to me. I don't know. Just a missed opportunity. But in all seriousness, I don't know. I think it was kind of a sideways move for Stuart Haas. 
We'll see what he can do. Barry looked all right in the other cars, those Hendrick cars. But I just, I don't know. I didn't see enough from him to, you know, no one's going to replace Kevin Harvick, obviously. But was there someone better than Josh Barry out there? I don't know. Excited to see what other people see. Talk to you later. Thank you for calling, Brady. That was a good one. And for those of you that don't know, obviously it's kind of old news now, which is why it's not a big breaking headline on the show. Josh Berry is driving the four car in 2024. Forward is what they're saying over there in those parts. And and look, Brady, to your argument, uh, you know, I hear what you're saying. And the thing about it is, is it's time for me to give my opinion on this. So where I'm sitting at it, at this point is that I'm thrilled to see Josh Berry get this opportunity because if you know who Josh Berry is and, and we we've gotten to know him a little bit since we have uh, been a little bit more involved in Hendrick obviously when he stepped in for Chase uh, you know we did a little bit of stuff with him at the Bristol Dirt Race we've had him on Garage Talk as well so if you haven't checked out that episode of Garage Talk go do that had some fun with him Th- this is a grinder this guy works his ass off he he came in he started iRacing with and then he met Dale Jr. through that and then went on to the K&N series Slade anybody that Dale Jr. really puts the backing behind is typically going to pan out really well and in this situation I think it's fair to say that Josh Berry has panned out very well Jr. knows his shit and when it comes to him picking drivers, he's not just going to go after just some random guy that maybe has a ton of money. And in Josh's case, it is way more than telling because Josh doesn't really come from, uh, you know, a, a stupid, wealthy, rich family. I mean, this guy was working as a teller in a bank and then made these moves and and he's earned it every step of the way. So whenever I heard that he was going to Stuart Haas I had to take a look back of course I mean this is a guy that we watched in the Xfinity series go to one of the toughest tracks Martinsville and win that thing that was I remember a couple people bet on him to win that race and I think he was just taking a hot seat for that one and he went out there and got it done he earned the opportunity to get to the Xfinity series he's won multiple races in the Xfinity series competed for a, a championship I mean now he's going to the Cup Series after we have seen him. And I'm reading a report here on the DailyDownforce.com. This was uh, written by Joshua Lepowski. And, and it was talking about the move. And, and this is just some notable stuff. You know, uh, looking at here, when he filled in at Hendrick Motorsports, he recorded three top ten finishes in eight races. That's not typically bad for a guy filling in. And, I mean, we, we all know the equipment is good, but – you got to be a good driver to drive any equipment, really. You know, I mean, if you want to be successful and get these kind of numbers. So I think that Tony Stewart has a great eye as well. And so this move is going to be big, and it's it's going to be huge. And I really do feel like Josh Berry has the competitive edge to get out there because he wants to win, and he wants to win championships, and he wants to leave a legacy in this sport. And Tony Stewart even said it himself. You know, I want guys that earn it. I don't want a guy that just buys his way in. And that really stuck out to me a lot because Josh Berry is that guy. I'm super excited about it. And I hope that some of what I just explained and laid out uh, makes you feel better about it too.
But thank you for calling in, Brady. I appreciate it as always. We're going to go ahead and keep it moving now, and we are going to go to Gibberish Man. Um, three, Floyd, Nashville, 8.5 Floyd, Racing, Floyd, I'm in, Fast Pain, Wins, Elliot, Top 10, we already know what that means. Since P4, it's is awesome. Blake Bell's all day. Um, this week that's money. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for calling. Let's go ahead to Dale from Michigan. Maybe we can understand him. Hey, Grouch guys. How's it going? Dale from Michigan. Um, I have a couple questions. Uh, the first one's really pretty easy, basic. Do you think Chase Elliott will make the playoffs uh, this season? And the second one is going into the mid-regular season break, uh, do you have a, a prediction for your championship four as it was, as it is right now? I'll give you mine, not that you asked, but uh, I'd go with Kyle Larson because I think he's had a few unfortunate results, but he's been pretty strong and solid. Kyle Bush has been consistent lately, so I'm going to go Kyle, Kyle. I'll go William Byron. And uh, can't go track house right now. I'm going to have to take Joey Logano as the fourth one. But uh, thank you for your time. Have a good one. That was a great call, Dale from Michigan. Thanks so much for calling in. Make sure you keep calling. Uh, two questions right there right off the bat. Do I think Chase Elliott will make it to the championship four? Yes, I do. Uh, he finished fourth at the Ally 400 in Nashville. He knows that it's time to grind. And Chase Elliott isn't just going to sit idly. I firmly believe that we will see him there. This is where things are going to start heating up for him. I had him to win this race. He was close to it. Free fried pickles at Hooters, by the way. Hope you got him. But, uh, yeah, I think he will make it. And as of right now, I would say that my championship four would have to be, uh, number one, Ross Chastain. Uh, he got the win now. He's in the playoffs. That's really what he needed. He, he got the monkey off his back, and he was my first uh, championship future that I took in the beginning of the season before the season even started. So Ross, definitely. Chase Elliott, definitely. I also really like William Byron to make the championship four. And if I had to pick one more guy, I would have to go with a Toyota. And I really feel like we're going to see a spark out of this man and where it stands right now I'm starting to feel this shifting of energy I don't really know how to explain it maybe it's the crystals on my desk but uh I think Denny Hamlin is going to find a way into the championship four and so that would leave me with Ross Chastain Chase Elliott William Byron Denny Hamlin as my current prediction for championship four write it down Thanks for calling, Dale. Uh, we're going to go ahead now and move to Drew from Kentucky. Hey, this is Drew Parks calling from Owensboro, Kentucky. Uh, on TikTok, I'm known as Checkered Flag Corner. Got a little racing channel myself. But uh, I just I had to share my opinions on the Nashville races this weekend. For, for one, 
what was going on with all those spins? I I don't understand that because we didn't have that much that many spins in any of the races last year or the year before that. But it looks like the Cup Series didn't really fall prey to that event that got so many other drivers over the course of the weekend. Um, Ross Chastain with a hometown win for Trackhouse did it completely clean. I think that's going to shut up a lot of the haters because now we know, yeah, he can win and he can win clean. And for for one, seeing him race Denny Hamlin so clean after the, the history that they've had against each other in the past couple of years and seeing him race Martin Truex Jr. clean, it was epic, honestly, and just just in my opinion. And that that beautiful blue and black paint scheme, just gorgeous under the lights at Nashville. And it's still it's always going to be fun to see that watermelon smash celebration because victory celebrations are a big part of the sport. You know, Carl Edwards backflip, um, Kyle Busch's bow, but the watermelon smash is definitely one of the one of the more unique ones. And my opinions on Chase Elliott, in my humble opinion, as much as I love Elliott and as much as I love Hendrick Motorsports, I don't think he's going to get the win that he needs in the next nine races. And if he does, he's going to have to really work for it, especially after the way he's been driving this so far this season and everything that's happened, which mostly is not his fault. He was out for six races after the leg injury. But still, big weekend for Trackhouse. Hometown win, first time winning on their home field. So that's that's awesome to see. But I'm looking forward to Chicago next week. I can't wait to see exactly how that goes down, how everything's going to work. Because, you know, NASCAR's Cup Series, they've never raced on a street circuit before. NASCAR has done it in the past in a really low series, not even Xfinity or trucks. But for the Cup Series, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. Because they mentioned earlier this, this weekend that there's so many different uh, – so many different forms of pavement that they have to work with and adjust to. But it's going to be interesting to see how the drivers adjust on the fly like that. But I think if it goes well, because I didn't like the the Charlotte Roval idea when they first announced. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there, Drew. Thank, thank you for calling. I, I get where you're going with everything. Let's try to keep the voicemails, you know, a little bit tighter. That's all I ask. But uh, I, I have to disagree with you with the Chase Elliott take. I don't think that he's going to struggle at all. I think we're going to see him have a nice, good resurgence. He's going to get the win that he needs within the next nine races. That's where I'm sitting with it at. So um, don't know if I'm alone on that hill. But who knows? Kind of like who knows what's going to happen in Chicago. Cars are going to get on the street, and they're going to race. That's what's going to happen. Um, can't wait to see how it shakes out. And, uh, and yeah, Drew, um, you know, it was, it was great. It was fantastic. Thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Uh, let's move on to Eric from outside a Toyota dealership. This is Eric. I'm calling from the outside of a Toyota dealership. Exit 207 of I-95. Come see me tomorrow. Guess what? I'm charging double. You want a Tundra? I want a hundred grand. I had Grow-X. I had Red-X. I had Harrison Bird. Just in case you wanted to make Papa proud. Well, guess what? I'm not proud. I'm 
Is what a man that mixes steroids and cocaine sounds like. Let's move on to our last voicemail of the Garage Guys Report. Again, thanks everybody so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Whether you received your, your answer to your voicemail the way you wanted to or not, I really do appreciate you taking the time to call. Uh, our last call for this episode is going to be Harley from Georgia. Hey there, I'm Harley calling from Savannah, Georgia. Wanted to quickly give my thoughts, as many have, on the hiring of Josh Berry by Stuart Haas. First and foremost, very happy for Josh. Dude, absolutely deserves it. He's worked his ass off to get where he is. Uh, fought through some loss in his family. Fantastic for him. Unfortunately, my uh, my concern comes on um, Stuart Haas' side. Given that they're losing one of the best drivers in the history of the sport, You'd think that they want to be set up for long-term success, but given Josh's age, he's he's only 33, which isn't that old, but a little bit a little bit old for a rookie season. And given that he doesn't have much cap experience outside of part, you know, there are only part-time gigs and uh, fulfillment role or uh, injury replacement roles, I'm a little bit worried that they might have gotten themselves onto a ship that's. Not exactly sinking, but a little bit strained. It might not make it to port by the by the time the cargo's due, so to speak. Um, I again, no disrespect to Josh, but I don't know. If, I just don't know if that's the right hire by Stuart Haas. Um, I personally would have tried to go for a guy like uh, and I'm not sure if they have, but go for a guy like Zane Smith or somebody who's coming up through the Ford system, um, which is really unfortunately not existent in Xfinity. Um, but I think. I think Stuart Haas either has an immense amount of trust or they really don't have enough options to go with. And let me know what y'all think about that. Uh, have a good one. Harley, thanks so much for that call. Yeah, um, everything that I said in response to Brady is the way that I do feel about it. So I've already mentioned all that here. I won't repeat that again. Um, also, you said you don't feel like they made the right call. To that, I say, you're not Tony Stewart. Tony obviously knows what he's doing. I will leave it at that, and and I feel confident. So, appreciate your thoughts and your opinions on it. I uh, debated on playing this one. I know I said that was the last voicemail, but I've got to play this. He called back. The 14-year-old that wanted to replace Austin Dillon with Josh Balicki has called the hotline again after I told him not to. I debated on whether I should play it or not. Uh, don't really know what can come out of this child's mouth, but uh, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it because I feel like it's the right thing to do, and uh, everyone should get their time until they piss me off enough or I roast them into the ground and they don't call anymore. But keep calling. Here's the 14-year-old boy. Hi. Uh, this is that stupid 14-year-old again. I believe, and this may be very controversial, I believe that Corey LaJoy is the best current NASCAR Cup Series driver. He is better than, you know what, forget this. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm a little messed up right now. But Corey LaJoy, 
He's the best. What do you mean you're a little messed up, dude? You're 14. What are you messed up on? Fun dip powder? You're not messed up. You're a Corey LaJoy fan, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love Corey. The Garage fam loves Corey. Okay, are, 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 we, are we putting Corey LaJoy in the Hall of Fame next to Dale Earnhardt? No. No. Is Corey LaJoy going to be in a Hall of Fame? Yes. He'll be in the Hall of Fame of my heart. And I do agree with you. He is a good race car driver. And he works extremely fucking hard. And I love Corey. So I am with you on there, 14-year-old boy who is messed up on Fun Dip Powder. I'm with you in the fact that I, too, love Corey LaJoy. Great guy. And uh, keep on keeping on. You're lucky that I played your voicemail, LaBoy. One of the bigger pieces of news this week was that Joe Gibbs Racing sold a stake of Joe Gibbs Racing to a company known as Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment. If I'm being honest, Harris Blitzer sounds like a kid that did a shit ton of coke at the college frat party. What I have learned, Josh Harris is one of the guys that made the big move inside of the Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment Company, and he is also taking over the Washington Commanders. So not only are they getting a minority stake in Joe Gibbs Racing, but they are also owning an NFL team. Signs are pointing in good directions. It seems that both parties are happy, and that's where number two comes in. Joe Gibbs has also become a limited partner of Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment. And after watching a little video on Twitter from Josh on a podcast, it just really sounds like he's a giant fan of Coach Gibbs. And this seems like it was one of those mutual agreements where you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Overall, this is a good thing for NASCAR. Let's be real. Joe Gibbs is getting old, okay? He's got a game plan for life. He knows where he's going. He'll give you a pamphlet about it. So who's going to take over? Who's going to step in? I think this was a smart move. And I think this was the move they needed, especially after the Kyle Busch incident. Because now, at least, they're going to be open to a lot more... uh, Current events, current times, strategy, the the way that they work their sponsorships, all of this is going to be ran differently now. So it is kind of exciting. It's kind of like this excitement is continuing to grow. So I think it's an overall good thing. But Harris Blitzer still sounds like a guy that does a ton of cocaine. The fact that right as this deal is getting done, uh, there's another deal with with Harris, with Blitzer, and with you know an icon of of of, of, of the Washington franchise. If Joe Gibbs was an iconic figure, I think this is what you're saying. If Joe Gibbs was an iconic figure of pick random NFL team, I'm going to say Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Does this deal get done? Are Harrison Blitzer interested in acquiring? And I do have some inside information, not on this deal, but I can tell you this is not sort of the only other big other team platform that a NASCAR team has looked at for help on the infrastructure. Hey, would you like to make an investment in the NASCAR team? And you bring your sponsorship expertise, you bring your sales expertise, you can help us. So I think ultimately that one did not happen. 
Do I think Harris Blitzer would have looked at it anyway? Yes, I do. Do I think Harris Blitzer thinks this makes perfect sense? Because aligning yourself with a sterling brand, beloved coach uh, of a team that you're acquiring from an owner whose tenure was, shall we say, mm, difficult. Uh, <laughs> I think I think that added value. It's a value add. Joe Gibbs can come and smile and you know walk around and you you, you bring some of the hogs if you know those dudes. Uh, anything that touches the past of this franchise that you can bring and say, we're embracing, this is a new day forward. We're embracing the, the best of what this football team had to offer in the past is a no brainer from the Harris Blitzer side. So uh, I, I think that probably more than just Harris Blitzer looked at opportunities around NASCAR. Maybe, maybe this team, maybe not. Uh, but Joe and the name and, and the pedigree and the provenance, if you will, makes, made it make perfect sense. You and I have talked in the past about how it feels like we're entering kind of this era of the super owner. Yeah. Right? And my last little piece of news that I have for you guys uh, that I saw over the weekend was the fact that grown people are still making grown men that drive race cars sign multiple diecasts at one time. Apparently, this guy was at a Kroger and brought a buggy full of die-cast cars for Ricky Stenhouse Jr. to sign. As you can see from the photo, Ricky looks like he ain't having none of that shit. But this is my overall point, guys. If you're a grown-up, you don't really need an autograph. Just shake a hand. Say nice to meet you. If you're a child, yes. If you're trying to give something for a child, yes. But when you roll up with a buggy full of fucking diecast, we all know your ass is going straight to eBay. Don't lie to yourself. You know it. The drivers know it. I know it. We all know it. Don't be that guy. Don't. This fucking guy. Dude goes home, sells diecast on eBay, asks mom to cook Easy Mac on the stove. Cooks Easy Mac on the stove, not even in a microwave. He said, fuck the microwave. We're cooking Easy Mac on a stove. Big Easy Mac on a stove guy move right there. Don't do it. Don't be that guy. With voicemails and reports out of the way, I would now like to introduce a new segment to the Garage Guys Report. Will it be a weekly segment? I don't know, but it's a segment this week. And it's a segment I like to call Xfinity Book. On Saturday in Nashville, A.J. Allmendinger won the Xfinity race and got to hold a guitar over his head. I will now read from the Xfinity book the events that took place. Wreck, 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 AJ won. And that is going to do it for me here in the International Chase Station. This has been the Garage Guys Report. I hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget to call the hotline. 
919-769-4477. Anything and everything that happens this week in motorsports, call. Let me know your thoughts on it, and we'll hash it out on Episode 6 of the Garage Guys Report. Can't wait for that. This has been a fantastic show. Remember to check out DailyDownForce.com. Get all things Garage Guys at DailyDownForce.com. Go buy a hat, buy a shirt. We got flags coming. We got stickers on there right now. If you support us, this is how you do it in the biggest and best way possible. DailyDownForce.com. Check them out. This has been the report. I'll see you heathens next week. It's a Garage Guys report. It's a Garage Guys report. Garage Guys report. We're discovering. We're looking. We're learning, teaching, and winning. We're hyper six doing it. Garage Guys report. Yeah. Subscribe. I'm praying to God for someone to teach me Final Cut.